0: in, everyone. Um, so we've reached the end of the series. Um, we've been doing this for a while now. I can't remember the exact date, but it's been over a year, I think. Um, so thank you for sticking with us. Um, we felt like it was really important to go through this series um, and really nail down kind of the the big questions. Uh, so our mission, why are we here? our values, how do we live, and our vision, where are we going? Everyone, everywhere, every day. And in reality, although we've finished the series, actually, this is just the start. Um, so we really believe this is where we're going as a church. We really, as leaders, we're really invested in this, and we want you to be as invested in this as we are Um We've spent a lot of time to get to this point and a lot of conversations and a lot of nailing down what we really where we really want to go. Um, and all of this is really important. So we have hope we hope you've really valued this series. And I suppose my job today is to ask what next um, and where we go from here. So ah, uh, It's really off putting with me on the screen rather than the PowerPoint. <laughs> um, So our website says, uh, we believe our community should look different because of who Jesus is in us. It is our passion, desire, and hope that every person we encounter will have the opportunity to encounter and connect with him. So I'm going to say a thank you now to Tim Humpage because his talk the other week um, about the environment and stuff actually prompted me to kind of look into um this talk a bit more. Um so this is kind of where the talks come from. So thank you, Tim. Um, but I'm gonna talk about a specific word in what that says on our website. So it's our passion and desire. So desire is the word I'm kind of focusing towards today. Um, and with that just on the phone. Uh Visuals, can we change the screen to my PowerPoint rather than me? Is that okay? Is that possible? There we go. Um, So ambition is the strong desire for advancement or to achieve a particular end. So where I've said we're speaking about desire, actually I'm going to twist that to say I'm speaking about ambition. And ambition is something we don't necessarily talk about much as a church or in kind of Christian settings because sometimes it's seen as a kind of negative and I'll go into that a little bit more in a minute. But if you asked a five-year-old where they'd like to be when they were older, we don't necessarily put limitations on that. We kind of give them the freedom to answer as they wish and we give them the freedom to dream. When we ask the same question to an adult, we generally... Push their dreams down. We generally say, "Yeah, no, that's a bit far-fetched. That's a bit out there." I mean, this morning Edward kind of summed it up for me this morning, and I said, "I quite often ask him if he's a monkey," um, and he replied, "No, I'm Spider-Man." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, then we're gonna go be we're gonna be Spider-Man today," and that's great. If Pete turned around and said the same thing. I'd kind of say, yeah, no, that's not appropriate. (laughs) You are a grown man. You're not (laughs) Spider-Man. But I know that's a a far-fetched example, but with Edward, I didn't even question it. He was Spider-Man today. With an adult, we definitely kind of push our dreams downwards. We definitely condense them. And I want to encourage you today that we don't have to condense them. With God, we can dream as big as we want because we are with him. We have his ability to expand, to grow, to exceed expectations. And that's what our, I suppose, our whole 365 is about, is actually working in partnership to him to exceed expectations, to grow bigger, to amount to more, to be everything he wants us to be. So that asks the question... What are our unspoken limitations? What are the pressures we put on ourselves? When we talk about our 365, what are we putting as limitations? Where God's saying, no, push. No, strive for more. No, be more. What can you do to help? What are we going, oh, no, I can't do that because of this. I can't do that because I'm lesser than you think I am. And there is a caveat to that. There is a danger to ambition. Because if it's self centered ambition, that can be destructive. We want to be in partnership with God. Ambition with God is powerful. Ambition on our own is dangerous. And that's the caveat I put on that is yes, we want to be more, but we want to be more with God. We don't want to be more in our own strength. We don't want to be more in inwards, we want to be more outwards, we want to be more in partnership with God. So, Matthew 6, verse 33 says, But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. As Christians, I think we should be strongly motivated to act and think and Be in the presence of God 24-7. That shouldn't be something that we should have to really push for. If we want it, we should be strongly motivated for God. We should be strongly motivated to live for God. That's kind of what we're here for. And so with that, we need to find our focus. So first, you have to find your focus with Jesus at the center. That's primarily what the whole 365 series is centred around is Jesus right in the middle of it. We want Jesus to be at the centre of every thought we have, every act that we do, every behaviour we show to people, every conversation we have. Jesus should be right in the centre of that. And in the world we live in, that can be quite difficult. We can be distracted. So the two things that I suppose... I've found to be easier is don't focus on what you don't know. You can't know everything. Focus on what you do know. And with that comes with reading your Bible, praying, getting getting the promises of Jesus embedded in us so that we can move forward with everything else. Get the promise that Jesus died on the cross for you embedded so we can move forward with, with the things that surround that. Jesus at the center. Equally, and this is one I probably struggle with, is don't focus on what you don't do. You can't do everything. Focus on what you can do. So focus on what the gifts God has given you. Focus on what you can be a part of. Focus on what you can see. Focus on what you can feel. And be present with god in whatever you're doing and that's certainly helped me to not think i can affect working with people i suppose is one of it being in partnership with everybody here being in relationship with everybody here is part of that being so jesus at the center being in relationship and actually focusing on your your area so when it talks about the body of christ if you're a hand don't try and be a foot. And that sounds like a very weird bit of advice. But you are blessed with what you can do. And there's no problem expanding that. There's no problem asking God for more in that. But at the moment, to, to focus your mind, focus on the right now, and then you can expand out of that. And I suppose the ultimate advice is fix your eyes on Jesus. Again, bringing everything back to Jesus. When our focus is on Jesus, everything else becomes secondary because we are total, in total alignment with where Jesus has placed us. But life is full of distractions. So maintaining focus can be difficult. I doubt there's anyone here who can 100% put the hand up and say, and your focus is on Jesus 24-7, every day of the week, every, every day of the year, and you have never slipped up. And if you are that person, please come and speak to me because I need some help. <laughs> um, but, oh, but that is our goal, right? Is that putting Jesus at the center and maintaining that. Being, being fully present and being fully aware of where we are at is probably how we get to that place. If you don't know where you are at, it's really hard To then put Jesus at the center because you don't know where Jesus is in the whole thing so we need to realize where we are and then we need to try and move Jesus towards the center and ultimately have him there 24 7 all the time so with life being full of distractions we can become overwhelmed with I suppose the pressures of life in general and I think when we're talking about dreaming and pushing forward some of the there's two things that i've identified that actually are the things that i think pull us back from that so the two things i think are real things that affect our day-to-day or affect where we're going is god has placed more within you than you realize or you have settled for less So depending on your perspective, if God has placed more within you than you realize, speak to God, allow him to show you, speak to the people around you, allow them to show you. Because I guarantee everybody will see gifts in other people that you might not see in yourself. And I guarantee you have a bigger capacity than you realize with with God's ability through you. And the second one, you have settled for less. You might be having that nudge from God. somebody god might be sending you pictures or prayers or dreams and you might be saying yeah no i'm okay with the life i have i'm comfortable i'm 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 okay here in my in my circle safe and actually that's ideally that's not the way we want to live we want to work in partnership if god is nudging you to do something we need to listen so They're the two things that I think most of us probably fall into one of those categories um, in that you might not realize how much potential you have or you do realize and you're just not following it. (laughs) But we can always push. We can always work with God to be more. I love this phrase, where there is life, there is room for growth luckily for us our potential is not in a box that runs out we don't get to a certain point and that's it we can always be growing we can always be looking for more and your potential if anybody's thinking it's too late for that your potential has not expired it doesn't get lesser as you either grow up or go through different experiences God can use you in whatever stage you're at so Look, people, I suppose, going back to the last slide, if you don't know where your potential is, the likelihood is, is you've got more to do. <laughs> um, and I know comfort is a great thing, but if God is nudging you, please listen. Please listen and be a part of, part of this journey, part of his, his life for you. Be a part of it, be in partnership with him. Ephesians three verses twenty to twenty one says, "Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than immeasurably more than all we see, all we ask, or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen." Now that's an end at the end of a prayer in Ephesians. But I just think it's so powerful in re- recognizing that he is the one, Jesus is the one who can do immeasurably more. Not us, but he does that through the Holy Spirit and through us. We are his hands and feet on earth and he is immeasurably more. We are not immeasurably more. He is, but his power is at work within us like how amazing is that like how powerful is that that we get to work in partnership we get to do that for him and if our motivation is to bring glory to him then we can do that through him we can, he can do that through us and we, all we have to do is say yes all we have to do is start joining in so to do that we need to align ourselves with God so in our 365, we talk about the vision statements, kind of the direction we're heading. But And life is a journey. We are not there yet. We are on a trajectory towards Jesus, hopefully. Um, and when we are in full alignment with God, and we might have had snippets of that, we might have places in our lives where we can recognize like, that was God. That was God working for me. And it's Generally always in hindsight, we, some, we sometimes forget to recognize it when we're in it. But in hindsight, we might be able to see places in our lives where we have been in full alignment and there's that kind of fire in your belly that you can feel and it's incredible. I call them Holy Spirit moments, but <laughs> they're, they're that point where you just know that almost the stars are aligned and you're just in full in line with God, and it's amazing. Wouldn't it be amazing if that was your 24-7? Wouldn't it be amazing if you got to be with God 24-7 in full alignment and had that fire in your belly all day, every day? And some people might be in that moment now and be going, do you know what? I am. This is amazing. And some people might have been like, that was a while ago, and I really want that back. And we can get it back. We just need to... focus on getting our eyes towards Jesus. All our vision statements start with this phrase. By God's spirit and working in partnership, we are committed. I honestly think this is the most important part of every vision statement because without that bit, it becomes that internal ambition and our our own ambition, whereas actually we believe it's God's ambition to see our vision statements come to light. We believe that we are in partnership with him and we believe he has given us these things to focus on. But ultimately, we are working in God's spirit and in partnership with him. But the last part is up to us. We are committed. And that's probably the hardest part. God has freely given us his spirit. God is very, very welcome to work in partnership with us. He loves working in partnership with us. But the commitment from our side is the bit that finishes this phrase off, and that can sometimes be the hardest bit. So our commitment comes down to ultimately our choices. So are we prepared to live our lives for Jesus? Are we prepared to repent if we misalign with what he wants or do things that aren't quite in line with the behaviours we've identified? Are we prepared to submit ourselves to the Holy Spirit? And are we prepared to confess our desire, our ambition to live in partnership with God? Are we prepared to really put ourselves out there and go, God, I am all for you. I am all in do whatever you need. like I am willing to do whatever you need me to do to really commit to what you're doing on earth are we prepared to do that or are we prepared to just come here on a sunday and listen to people speak and join in with the worship but the rest of the week we're not quite as keen or some days of the week we're really keen and some days are too busy to even acknowledge god But are we prepared to really invite him into our 24-7 and really work in partnership with him? And that's an internal question. I can't answer that for you. But I'd really invite you to explore that question. Are you prepared to really be all in? Isaiah 42 verse 16 in the message version says, But I'll take the hand of those who don't know the way, who can't see where they're going. I'll be a personal guide to them, directing them through unknown country. I'll be right there to show them what roads to take, make sure they don't fall into a ditch. These are the things I'll be doing for them, sticking with them, not leaving them for a minute. Now, in my earlier slide, I said, stick to what you know. Now that is a promise from God. Stick to that promise. God is never going to leave you. God knows your capacity. God knows your potential. Stick with him and he sticks with us. And that is a promise from God. So I suppose the big question is who's ready? Who is prepared? I suppose my invitation to you is to make this commitment today and make this the start of something amazing and this isn't this isn't a recommitment because you've done anything wrong to this point you haven't you've re- been reading your bible but you haven't really fully committed to it yet you've been worshiping but that's not necessarily wrong everyone is on a journey but today i'd really invite you to make a declaration that you are willing, you are willing to stand up and go, I am for God. 100% all in. And ultimately, we want to make that recommitment every day, every hour if we can. We want to invite God into our lives and say, I am ready for you to take control. I am ready to submit to you. So we talk a lot about um, when new, kind of new people come to church or Um, somebody enters we talk a lot about giving your lives to jesus and today i want to focus more on the re-giving your life to jesus re-giving yourselves to god and i want to give people the opportunity to start again to go do you know what i haven't been all in up to this point i haven't been fully committed i've been 90 percent there or i've been 10 percent there it doesn't matter if you haven't been 100 percent there there is an opportunity to recommit. So, today, if you are ready, if you believe that this is the right way to live, if you believe that this is something you really want to invest in, I'd encourage you to, if, if, you, if you need to, if you feel like this is something that you really want to make a public declaration, come up the front and really make that declaration. But it can be a personal thing with you and god you can do this in your seats you can do this later this afternoon it doesn't need to be a public declaration right now it can be and if it needs to be then i would encourage you to do that now but we want to run into god's arms we want to sprint into them we want to really really push for this recommitment and living in the 24 7 of god and so I would really encourage you to make this heart declaration this morning. On a more practical note, there are some flyers, handouts. What do you want to call them, Joe? Handouts? Handouts on your seats where you can practically talk about the areas that you want to grow in or that you want to push forward in. But they're two separate responses. The first one is a recommitment and a realigning of us and God. The second one is a more practical thing, and I ultimately think the heart one has to come first. If you're putting stuff on the handout and you're not 100% in before you do that, that's probably the wrong way around. Um, so I would really encourage you, if you are not, if you don't feel that you are 100% in alignment with God, please make that recommitment today. And there will be people around to pray with you, if that's something you need to do right now. But equally, it can be a personal thing. You can do it in your seats. You can do it while we're worshipping. But I really, really endorse you being 100% in today.